0: Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Silla Rock.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, call out cultists around the globe and in outer space. Welcome to another episode of Call Out Culture. We are here today. I am Alaska. I'm here with my co-host, Kaylee Castro.
2: What up? I got a whole I hope I want to know how I sound because I'm going to switch it out. I'm actually using um my rig for one of the, you know, my Virgin Times.
1: Castro has got the full mic set up now. We're all we're all officially mic now. So no no more of this cell phone bullshit for call out culture. <laughs> I'm we're coming for a dad, computer.
2: I bought a computer. You <laughs> coming know what I'm saying? We covered for. Yeah, it was um shout out to them. They just recently went to the um, Hyra Day celebration. Nice. And I got to see the um, Talking to a bunch of people. Um, what's interesting, especially with me facing my mentality, is like they showed Keek the sneak, he's in a wheelchair. They oh, showed wow, like um Opio just looks older. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not I was thinking that, dude. I saw a picture. I was like, Yeah, but like, like Tajay. Tajay still looks young as shit. He looks yeah. Great. has yeah. yeah. aged amazing. And then, like, cause I remember how young looking A plus looked, you know, back in the 93 yeah. days. Mm-hmm. And now he looks a little older. So like. Like I got, I got used to Jurassic Park looking older because they look old almost. They looked
1: old when they came out. Yeah, we're, so we're, I, they're uh, old school.
2: Yeah, they were, like, <laughs> they were really old school. <laughs> they, <were> old school. <laughs> they, they still ah, wear bootcut jeans. <laughs> oh no, I, you know what it was? Um, who's the the shorter one with the long dreads? It's not soup. It's a kid. A, a- plus? No, I'm talking about oh. Jurassic Five. Because oh,
3: I, I, I only know Charlie Tuna. But I'm,
2: all right, so there's Tuna, it. there's Soup, who's also who's also named Akir. Then there's um. There's two more MCs. Oh, I anyway, it was Akir. Soup is named care is Yeah, like
1: no, that. no, I thought the kid with the dreads was. Uh, Akir. No,
2: I could be wrong. Maybe care is another guy, and then there's a ball guy. But I remember they had like kind of grays like early in their videos, and I was like, hmm, you know what I'm saying? Like, you <laughs> look like my dad a little bit. Like, if <laughs> well, you man.
3: rap if you rap that way for long enough, you just go gray. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, think
0: that's I know
2: Soup right? was dope, but the other cats, <laughs> their styles were like uh, shredded wheat, man. Like it was just. Well, cause, right. cause they, they could rap, they could, they could rap like in like they could rap, though. Like, I feel like yeah, all, yeah, they, did all, they, rap, from, they did from, rap normal. Good normal they did have, yeah, exactly. They did rap and kind rap, of normal, you know? but some of them had like simpler styles. But the hooks were very 80s, yeah. 70s hooks. So, yeah. even if even if they were flowing, like I said, I really like suit, but even when he was flowing, by the time they get to the hook, and we are the you know, it's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hooks are like legit routines, yes, yeah, like. High end, you know, high clapping yeah. one got ducks, patty cake. That's that was, that was what they were doing. Talk
3: about something that'll be lost on the youth of today. Oh like, my goodness. <laughs> People would be like, What <laughs> is this?
2: No, would they have to be like an immediate retro act? Like immediately put out like eight tracks and that you see what I'm saying? Oh. Like, in order for it no, to they... work today, what they doing. Cause that's <laughs> like because I when I when I hear Tony, when I hear them young cats say like biggie's old school, I'm like, Oh, come on, oh, not yeah. just yeah. not yet. Like, all right, just Take LL, like he, L- he's like legit oldies. C- Cameron L- is old
3: school too, yeah, but he's, like
1: take, they're old, like, old take, enough to be oldies at this point.
3: But like, take
2: like LL and like you know what I'm Chuck. D- like those are the guys that we kind of grew up on, but they can be old school because they're right there at the living when
3: you know LL was at the VMAs. Yeah, yeah. LL is getting like
2: lifetime achievement You know what I'm saying? Like we were kids in like say like 88. Okay, who was that? Who was I old school? Melly Melina. No, already. no, I'm not even talking old school. I'm talking oh. like,
1: if you think like the Beach Boys, like '63, yes,
2: yeah. yeah. right? Yeah.
1: Like you take that same period now, yeah. That's what like Biggie is,
3: yeah. For kids oh man. now. it's like
2: that same time frame.
3: That's like Dave so Chappelle's joke like- about chubby checker. You know, He's, yeah. he's like, he's like, it's like these like,
2: because like, like, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to take like, say, if you say too short is old school, I'm like, okay, for iced yeah. tea. Okay, because like some of Ice Tees, even I'll take, I'll even let them have cool G rap because some of yeah. good cool G rap. It's I'm old old school. 80s and stuff. yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> clip, I mean, like, people are
1: almost old school. OG, the clips are old school almost oh, all the time. Once you get all to 25 time. years, you could be played on old yeah. stations. So,
2: anybody was like 98, 90. Oh, common sense, common old sense. school, old school. He could wow, be the on CD one
1: on uh, WCBS, man. Yeah. Wow.
2: That's yeah. that's very sobering, gentlemen. Yeah, Thank you. It, it's, it's painful. <laughs> that's because right, right. we're old. Yeah. I know, we're right? <laughs> that, that's the other part of it, no doubt. We're, we're, so what are we here to talk about tonight? Okay. Well, for, well,
1: first, let's introduce our guest. You heard yeah, the so voice course. in the background. So, yeah. You've seen you've seen the name floated through our Instagram, our Twitter posts. One of our few superstar friends
2: like, Super you know, <laughs> right. yeah, one of our few.
3: Yeah.
1: And one of our our legit like. Regular contributors, pretty mm-hmm. much at this point.
3: I'm like a correspondent.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like our Hassan Minaj.
3: Yeah, like like the person that's always on the show. <laughs> the first, like
2: when, um, like Snoop Dogg showed it. Um, Wiz Khalifa's like, I've seen yeah. him on it like seven times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he might as well get a slot. I'm always on the bench, waiting to be called off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, Tony, I want to give you salute. You're, you're a Rob Kronkowski. Considering out of that I'm still getting my hips back together. Yeah. I saw you coming off that pick. Oh yeah. Yeah. No time. And now, oh, now yeah. I know that was just a little play. I'm pretty sure you looked like you worked up a sweat. I was very proud of you. Oh yeah. When you came with like, everything was right. The form, your feet was set and you knocked it down. Like, that, that was, was a great. game winner too. That was a game winner. Nice. Of course it was. Of course it was. Now that was, the, but that was perfect. I, I said, Oh, there he goes. Here he's <laughs> coming around that pick though. You know what I'm saying? Use them players. Some little, little, little loafy cats are just standing around. No, I'm going to use you buddy. You don't even know it. Hell yeah, yo. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to uh Blockhead, our resident superstar basketball player. We just dropped Sedell threat. It all it all comes together. It all, it all comes together. It's all that. Oh, yes. and and you had um, just to give some business out, did you um press some more werewolves in outer space? I noticed. No, that. I'm
3: working on it. It's it, you know, you know the pressing's a motherfucker right now, so I'm just uh the, you know, it's in the it's it's in the, lineup, in the pipeline. But it's going to be like okay, eight, eight months, nine months, probably before it gets done. But you know. but it's
2: it's cool that it's in the pipeline. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All our listeners, ladies up. and gentlemen, when it's in the pipeline, know that that's the hard. That's a lot of hard part. I mean, these yeah. These, yeah. These, these, these these turnaround times are ridiculous. But yeah. as long as we get it in line, we're we're working towards the better thing. So look yeah, out the for that person
1: that, that discovers call out culture in twenty twenty three and is going back through the old episodes now.
2: It's They'll probably be, available. We're probably available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> werewolves in space baby talking about (laughs) so it's it's ahead of its time the phrase we (laughs) uh, we're anti ahead of its time we hate ahead of its time we're not fucking with that phrase right now elucid let us know that's a bullshit phrase we are of now of now now.
1: there we go so today we're doing a very special mailbag episode we haven't done one in a while um is feeling under the weather so he's not going to be joining us today so you're you're just going to get the three of us ripping through some questions and, and I'll start with the first one from uh, Johnny Hatchback, AKA Johnny Jazz Hands. He said that fans got mad that meth isn't on the woo tour with Nas. Is a woo show worth the price of admission without meth, even in their heyday?
2: Okay, I can answer that because I actually watched um, Method Man re- respond to people asking why he wasn't on tour. And he said that um, he had a scheduling conflict and he was already booked for a movie. And people are not familiar with the industry and stuff like movie is locked in scheduling. You can't like kind of like when you hear about Tupac and stuff, double duty and they made like special uh, concessions. Or when you hear about Jordan with that uh, basketball court right outside of where they shot Space Jam, they make because filming takes a lot of like on location. You're you're in another place for like Mm -hmm. three months. They can't really afford you leaving and coming back. So that was his main reason. I I've always seen like I have faith in the brand. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen I've seen performances of different iterations of uh, Public Enemy. On a rare occasion, maybe one member member's not there. So if I see Wu-Tang, I don't necessarily need all nine slash 10 members there for me to feel like I have a Wu experience. There's so many songs, solo, group, otherwise collab that I'm satisfied with whatever member shows up. I know maybe back in the day, they used to get like B-listers. And I love these guys, but I know if you go and it's only You God, Inspect Deck, and Master Killer, yeah, maybe that's a little letdown. But if you get some of the flagship artists, meaning Ray, Ghost, RZA, Jizza, Meth, or any of that combination, if you like Inspector, Old Dirty Son, then then I think it's still give you a a good woo show. And they also are adept where they do each other's verses. Mm-hmm. And when a group is able to do one another's verses, you don't lose a step. Um, yeah, yeah, that's mine.
1: Locke, what do you think?
3: I I agree. I I don't think a, a, a woo show needs Meth and Man. I mean I'm sure it helps uh i was never a huge method man guy so on a personal level like i loved him at the very beginning i did but as
2: far as performing though wasn't he oh he's a great
3: performer yeah he's he's a great live performer but i'm saying like as like you know i loved him on the first wu-tang album and then didn't like his solo albums and never cared really after that
2: understood
3: but but he's also he does like light up a track he's definitely like a very you know you know he's he's a he's a great performer and he's a good rapper uh but yeah like you said there's so many other songs and there's so many combinations that could work as long as you're not getting the the B team, I think it's all right, you know, like, yeah. you know, but I, but I also, I wouldn't be sad, you know, I'd be like, oh, it's fine,
1: whatever. I'm, I'm firmly of the mind that I'm not going to a show unless a no. friend of mine is performing and I can that's, hang out. That's
3: also true. That's also um, so not answering, I, I
1: don't but. think really many shows are worth the price of admission, but I'm also old. As we discussed earlier.
3: Oh, I didn't know that was an option. Cause yeah, I'm not going to any show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean
3: so, so that's all optional answer are the, the question table. without answering the question. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that was fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought this was in a like, fantasy world where I right. show you know yeah.
1: I, I guess if I'm in a fantasy world, yeah, I'm fine going to see it as long as like two of the main artists are there. Yes. Like the artists that are like on every song. Like you need to have a Ray, a meth, or like it, a deck, even like if yeah,
3: those wasn't there, I'd be more iffy about it yeah if ghost, if ghost is not there be like huh? Hmm.
2: no ironically speaking if if deck's not there he do, he has a lot of verses yeah and a lot of things. yeah so yeah. he's like yeah. a glue guy that you need to, to to do a lot of certain i mean songs.
1: how many songs does he set off like yeah. the right song or just um
2: heaven and hell like he's yeah. you know the big verse or uh yeah cream a, a cream big long verse you know what i'm saying yeah. so like you definitely would need deck to do a lot of the uh, well,
3: iconic verses, too. Like, right? he's yeah, kinda, the songs like, you're going to see. And Dex always been underrated, I think. And yeah. of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: give, give, I give him props for the Zar Face Resurrection. That, that was a good move. Yeah. So, you know, powers proud, proud to be. Because to me, Zar Face, maybe not quality like bar for bar or song for song, but I like the iteration of Zar Face better than his solo work. Like, some of his solo work is just. The solo work's
1: pretty there. rough. Yeah. yeah. It's a rough yeah. ride. Ninth Chamber
2: and. Uh, Patient right. innocent resident, whatever I don't know what's called. Anyway, next question.
1: Johnny has a follow-up question. Fuck Mary Kill. Did he's dancing, did he's rapping, and did he's producing?
2: No, i skip that. We ain't doing none of that shit. No, okay. Fuck we'll skip. It. Survivors were more should keep them fucked up. Y'all know the There t-shirt. you go.
1: Okay. Um, so Pete Bone76 wants to know can you look past a person's politics or if they're an asshole when you listen to their music?
2: Sometimes it's a case by case basis with me yeah. because. I despise R. Kelly and I had issues with him before everything came out. And then when it came out, I just can't do it. But I know, you know, we know there's a whole generation of people. Yeah. Right now, he's like, he's one of the more popular TikTok um, routines. So his song has been listened to like while I've been talking a 100,000 times. So, yeah. so I, but I don't want to be a hypocrite because if I do do my research, some other artists are like a oh, fucking scumbags and shit like that. And then yeah. we also have um, personal relations with certain people where things have been sketchy, like, you know, IEC raise walls. Yeah, we don't really. You know, we yeah. can't really. We know. Yeah, you know, don't look good for our man. You know, but with you know with peoples with him, so I think, I think I have to be honest with I do do a case by case basis, but I'm not swinging the pendulum exaggeration either way. I don't totally divorce the person from their uh, music. I guess is that what the full question is, and I don't um totally disregard you know what they talk about, what they do outside. Mm.
3: Yeah, I think that uh the case by case for sure. And I'd like to say there's like a, sever- a severity aspect to it like yeah. oh you did this crazy shit like 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 but I don't even know if that's true because like Mystical is an example of a guy who I love as a rapper but his it's such an unbelievable piece of shit like has mm-hmm. done as he's back in jail or he's, no, he's or
2: up get. for life now that's he's, for up life life for, he's up for life cuz he's like a
3: serial now. rapist i guess or yeah. he just yeah. and,
2: and he and um, he has Man. a habit of like hitting people over the head with like bar stools. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Causing mad damage. And I don't know if people Jesus. don't know about laws and fights, but Damn when you, when you really beat up the person, the charges kind of go up, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 They definitely yeah. go up. And so.
3: Uh, yeah. So, uh, but it's one of those things like, like, like as much as I realize he's a disgusting person, if like a new Mystical song came out, I would probably listen to it.
2: Right.
3: Like, I, I mean, my, in the privacy of my home, I wouldn't uh, big up it. I wouldn't, <laughs> but I'd be curious <laughs> right. to see what he's doing. Uh, yeah. And in the case of the guys like Michael Jackson or R. Kelly, and like you know, I don't know. It's like I, there's the, usually those artists are people I don't, I'm not drawn to anyway. I mean, like I love Michael Jackson as Michael Jackson, but like who's listening to Michael Jackson in 2022 that grew right. up in the 80s? You know, you're like yeah, dude, you, you got your fill, you know.
2: Yeah, that's that's it's like we listen to Michael and it's like Michael Tom, like you'll you'll you know, yeah, the five yeah. six songs in a yeah. row. But I, it's it's, it's more like though. you
1: listen to Jackson
2: Five shit anyway. You know, it's- I'm real. I was a really uh big thriller fan. Like I have that
3: record. Right. we are. That was the first you know, album. But I, people. but
2: like I have that vinyl. You know what I'm saying? Like I was huge. Wow. Also, and also um just a little quick. So you know, in our generation, you know, when we grew up, you picked one, Michael or Prince, and mm-hmm. I picked Mike. You know, I don't I don't remember growing up with people that like both of them. I think they were like diametrically opposed, kind of. And it's funny, you know, I don't think their music was so much different, but definitely different approaches. So I was all into Mike. I was into like
1: skating, punk, and metal. At the time when that okay. dropped, and like anybody that liked that, I didn't like them, so I never really liked it. So, you Michael wasn't in
2: Whitney, Anita, Anita Baker, or like, like, no,
1: that, I mean, that I'm, I'm talking
2: Michael Jackson specifically. Okay, thank you. Okay, yeah, like All Michael right. Jackson, like
1: I said, I like print shit. I liked, um, I mean, Whitney was like kind of popcorn y, bubblegummy, but like, but I'm just
2: saying, like, in that, yeah, realm but like, just like,
1: like, something like it was something like weirdly, like, I wanted to beat up the kids that like Michael Jackson,
2: fair enough. Yeah, you were like, I, a, you know, I probably
1: <laughs> couldn't beat them up, but I wanted to.
2: Well, you know, who started all of that was like, y'all remember Beverly Hills Cop when Eddie had the guy walking by in the Michael Jackson Jackson, and yeah. he, he, he like snickled and guffaw. I remember that like kind of being like a cultural moment, like, a, yeah. yo, you look well, ridiculous, Mike, because before that, it looked like performance wear. But then when, when Eddie did that little scene in Beverly Hills Cop, it was like, you look kind of ridiculous. Like if anybody yeah. dressed like you <laughs> walking the streets. Right. But anyway, so yeah,
1: well, he also went at him on, uh, was it on Raw or Delirious?
2: One of the two, probably Delirious. Yeah, I, I kind of know Raw by heart. I don't think yeah. he did, but he might have, he might have, might have both. Word. Word.
3: Um, okay. But a but, but side thing about this question about the political beliefs side of it, which is totally different, obviously, but that also is a, a severity based thing. Like, like if someone goes full, like if a rapper I love went full, like QAnon MAGA crazy, mm-hmm. like I couldn't listen to them. No, like the same way if they went Christian, I couldn't listen. You yeah, know, like it's, it's just like
2: or in or some case with where, where they go super hotep, I have yeah, a yeah. problem after a while. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think we're, we're speaking of if there's anything extreme that when you can't be ignored or you're making it where I can't be ignored. So yeah. something that's either going on outside mm-hmm. of your stuff and I can't not pay attention to it. Or it's like we're talking about people that go extreme and they're putting on this thing now. Now, and this is the new me. Like, I don't like that yeah. with pretty much anybody. So yeah.
1: once your once your brand goes from artists to like po- political, like fully like you're like, think of like. Alyssa Milano, like she was just like a, an actress. And yeah. then suddenly, like her whole shit was like her whole Twitter. But then are we
2: hypocrites because political. I like Paris. He was political coming out like maybe yeah. maybe that. But- See, I
1: think that's it. Like Paris was that yeah, Paris yeah.
2: let you know who he was. Yeah.
1: But then you got like dudes that are like some like random battle rapper who's suddenly like MAGA yeah. asshole yeah. and that's their yeah. whole personality right. or they're just like complete, like opposite direction of that. Like, you know, they used to be a battle rapper and now they're just like only responding to New York post articles.
2: I agree. You know, I where, totally <laughs> agree. Or they you know or I mean? they have like, view, the view clips over yeah. and over again, stuff like I, that. I, yeah.
1: I can't fuck with that.
2: The um, political thing really leaves a bad taste in my mind either way. <laughs> and, um, I mean, Zilla would love to be here. For I'm not so averse to it because i have kind of, unfortunately, it's like become part of my daily that certain people I follow on YouTube that you know keep keep me abreast of like even mm-hmm. the, the Trump stuff going on. So I don't want to be as naive as I used to be because I think that's what you know yeah. was the red carpet for Trump was some naive say. But so I'm more likely to not like
1: somebody if they're an asshole, okay, and like walk away. Yeah. But I think some of those behaviors that we discussed of like just becoming like. A yes. complete maggot is being an asshole, asshole. yes yes i agree and so it's like
3: anonymous at that
1: really? point i'm like i can't really fuck with that
3: let me ask you about the asshole thing now if we're talking about like say i met a rapper who i like and he was an asshole yeah. is that what we're talking about or this or like you've got yeah. i it. will
2: say you know what that's well, real. I meant meeting someone let's and being save an asshole? that for let's yeah. save that for an actual episode yeah because it's like so, sometimes don't meet your heroes sometimes yeah. Oh, yeah. it'll it'll pump you up you, you'll really be a fan of this person forevermore and sometimes you wish you you got sick or you couldn't make the show. Oh, like you yeah. wish you didn't even
3: go. Even as a peer, sometimes. A peer, you yeah. oh, you, you, yeah. you and you're like, yo, I I fuck with this person, but like they're such an asshole. Like they're I don't like asshole. that that what that yeah. that what and I call the green it goes room, in the opposite direction eyes. too. Like
1: yeah. somebody you might not have fucked with, but they're like the nicest person. Yes, yes. Shit. absolutely. Yes, so you're yes. suddenly like, I love their music. I yeah.
2: will say this: <laughs> um, rolling with Woods as much as I do, a lot of people are so surprised he's very personable. Oh yeah, because of the anonymity and things like. They walk up like not saying everybody. Does, but I see people like inch up to the merch table like they don't know if they should speak in ciphers or something like that. And he's just like, "Hey, how you doing? How's your family?" And they're like, "I think oh. he's gonna <laughs> yell at them." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That that's 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 one of the great moments. Yeah. Being on tour with him and seeing people not know that he's like a really regular, like very social person. and person, like humble, a humble social, oh, so like, much funny, funny guy. Yes, yeah. very yeah. much, very very much. And so that that's that that's one of those people I would urge. If Woods is your hero, try to find a way to meet him. You you won't be disappointed. Just don't take pictures of his face. No, no. that's not that's not part of it. <laughs> no, not All part right, of so, it. So
1: so we got one specific for Block right here from uh, Nug Champa. He wants to know. Um, he says that you've talked about. Um, your beat making process before, like being in bed, Ableton with a mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's curious about how working with somebody else in the studio changes that process. So, for example, like the Liphead project, are you both playing like each other snippets? How are you, how are you guys working together? Like, how does that come come about?
3: Uh, I it's rare that I actually like am in a studio with someone because I don't record at my house. So, but in the case of of the Liphead project, which is me and Elliot Lip, like uh, we we sent stuff back and forth, even though we both live in New York uh, and like like I'd give him a beat he'd add on to it or, or, or vice versa and then once we have like a framework then we go in and, and tinker and the one the difference is specifically with him is like he is a like a, a master of Ableton and he's and he's like an engineer and he knows how to he's got a million plugins so like when I'm with him if I have the weirdest idea I'm like hey try this and you'd end up trying things I, I wouldn't try at home because I don't have the capabilities to do them at home mm. okay uh, so that's the one thing I'd say. But I mean, like it's been a while since I've been like in the studio with a rapper. Uh, probably Woods was the last guy, and like exactly. that was like with our first. Is it, but tag
2: it, team it, producing a, a certain thing? Like, does that not always work? Uh,
3: it's it's that. something I don't generally like doing because I don't know because you know it's too many cooks kind of deal. But uh, yeah. but w- in the case of this, where like it's a it's an instrumental project mm-hmm. and like it's a where our styles are very different. Like he like I sample and he's more of a uh, like a synthesizer guy. Okay. So when we come together, kind of we we know our our places you know and uh so it works on that level but if i was working with like another producer who's sampled and did the exact same thing i did i just i don't know what i'd do like i don't know i'd be like uh you know <laughs> 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 it'd, be, it'd be it'd be awkward i think
1: yeah all right so uh the next question is from uh sabo and he wants to know what's the best rap song for the whip his choice is they want effects by Dos effects
3: dude i was Whoa. thinking about that song today and how fucking stupid the lyrics are
2: It's so dumb, but
1: it's so
3: great.
2: That's such a hard question because (laughs) isn't that a mood? Like, I know there's a whole playlist of you're driving away from an argument with your girl. You know what I'm saying? Or you have a long commute ahead of you, you know, or your daily commute. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of redundant detail.
3: I don't know. So so
1: why why don't we customize this to the set off a road trip song?
2: Okay.
3: Life is a highway.
0: There you go. <laughs> Tom Cochran.
3: Wait, can I just say something about the Dos FX thing just to not to interrupt? Because I don't because oh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I've never driven a car in my life, so I can't answer this question. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but that song I listened to it today actually, and it's funny it comes up, is is a uh, is is the most nostalgic TV loving song of all time. It's called oh, yeah. quoting. And I was just thinking, it was like, Man, this, this was like hardcore back in the day, and it's like the silliest shit on earth. I bet you they sat down with like TV gods. Oh, man, like
2: you get, they
1: see were what straight I'm saying? from like, the sewer. That's how hard oh, like, mom. Please,
2: just, <laughs> stuff off. Just, just checking stuff off like every commercial, uh, <laughs> yeah. every single one. Or oh, they would just stay out of VHS of just all these commercials, and as they came on, they just wrote them into the room. Then Fushnikins
3: kind of did this, it's like a similar thing, yeah, but yeah. It, but yeah, it was. That's yeah. what Method
2: Man is. That's what the method. Oh yeah, is yes, that's jingle. true. Yeah, jingle all the ways. Jingle, jingle. And, Do- and
3: Doom took it and made it clever. Yeah, yeah. Well, he yes, took yeah. the funny part. Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't uh, doing nonsense things that just connected. He was actually like using it as rhymes to say something. So,
2: I mean, yeah. Doom. You know, we all know Doom weaponized nostalgia. Like yeah. he would know yeah. the things to say that like we all used to say, or the commercials that all. Yeah, like, we, to we've touches. talked
1: about the no talking orangutan, yeah um, line on the show before about how like. If you weren't alive in a certain
2: place at a certain time, you have no, no, no idea what nope. that is. Nope. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Um, songs ride out. I'll pick um, uh, cruising in my sixth floor.
1: Mm, good one.
2: Love that. Love I'm,
1: that I'm thinking either I got five on it or uh, where my homies.
2: Where my homies. Yeah. Where my homies. I got five on <laughs> it. It was tight too.
3: You have to wear a leather Punisher shirt to to drive.
2: <laughs> Yeah,
1: I mean that's like my whole. Cl- it's like Fonzie in my class. Yeah. Like, oh, right, right. Seven that's- different leather Punisher
2: shirts. Al I- well, Scratch was the
3: Fonz of the night. <laughs> yeah. That
2: is such a warm outfit. Like it's so warm. It's so warm. Yeah. It's so warm.
1: The-, the amount of sweat under that thing well, has been
3: brutal. Little-
1: um, all right, so Free Music Empire Dan over at Free Music Empire wants to know, Block, when are you going to convince Mark Speck to unretire?
3: Uh, you know, it's funny. He tweeted something the other day about how he's been writing, and he actually texted me the other day about a a remix I did or yeah, that I did for an old song of ours that never uh, of ours that never came out. He said he's been writing again. Nice.
2: I've you now, seen him, I've seen him putting out. If
3: that, I hope he's writing again. You know, Mark. He's a man of mystery, though. Spec is like like dude is like making moves all the time, and I don't know. He's you know sometimes he's just being like Barbados. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he got, he got, he got Grocery Party humming. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, No, he's got, yeah. He's Spec's a man. And and I hope he rhymes again. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I I mean, I don't think I'd have to talk. It's, it's, he's on his, he he lives on his own terms with everything. And I think if he wants to rap, he'll rap. And he definitely has, he's not at a loss for outlets to rap people who want to work with him. So
1: there it is. So we got another question for you, Block, from Chaz Raps, a.k.a. Chaz Kangas. Chaz. Um, Chaz. Yeah, Chaz is a good dude. Um, Chaz wants to know if there's any party fun action committee uh, tracks that didn't make the cut or any PFAC collabs uh, from that era that were never heard.
3: There are a handful of songs that got cut off the album because they were too offensive (laughs) or or deemed dangerous. And I can can actually walk you through all of them. (laughs) The first one got cut off we ma- we did a Jurassic Five par- Five parody song. It's funny we were talking about it earlier. <laughs> yeah. called, called the Mesozoic, called the Mesozoic Seven, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and and under LP's LP's uh, guidance, he was like, "I don't think you should put this out. I know those dudes; they're good dudes, but they're also not. They, they don't fuck around." And I was like, "Fair enough. They don't. They don't I not really. I, I don't dislike Jurassic Five. I don't know them. I don't, but no, I, you definitely <laughs> got to know who could take a joke. We were just making yeah. fun of, of that shit. So that so that one got cut off." There was one of now, mind you, we made these songs in like the late '90s, and they came out in 2004. There was one where we rapped as two gay dudes.
0: I remember that one <laughs> that, uh,
3: called "Cream Dreams," uh, <laughs> and uh, that one got cut off. But I, I even to, I mean, listen, like by today's standards, it would be wildly offensive. But like, I do argue that that at that time we were kind of like uh, championing, championing, championing some sort of like pro-gay uh move there because it was like we weren't like shitting on gayness it was just like these two guys who are really gay who are into threesomes and also sold drugs triple beam g triple beam gene was Lovely. the name of the main character oh, <laughs> uh this is perfect then it's the incredible. third one was was a song that we set out that we didn't even try to put on the album called gertrude uh which was literally me and Jair who's the other guy in the group sat down and be like, what's the most offensive song we could ever make? Ooh. like and this is again, 2001, 2002. Like <laughs> we're like, what is the most fucked up song And we want? And it was an R&B song. So we're singing the song and it was called Gertrude. And, and honestly, like, I don't even want to tell you what it's about because it's so hor- it, it's so horrific and it's so offensive. But it's supposed to be.
2: But I think that's the creativity of it.
3: Like, I mean, like I'll, I'll send it
2: to you guys after this. <laughs> please, please, please.
1: I feel uh, like you might have played that for us at your crib once I or mean, twice.
3: It's beyond. I mean, like it, and it keeps going and going. Like, just the when it can and we were like, let's take it another step further, and it has to be like with with a like a capturing a, a homeless woman and then enslaving her, <laughs> and then all the things that happened to her. But it's under the guise of like some girl broke my heart, so I did this. And it was very, you know, and but it is the most fucked up song ever. And it's it's horrific, but we know it is. And that's kind of the point. And then the last song that another one we didn't we we, we uh, didn't even try was a really weird one that wouldn't have fit. But it was a, it was called After School Special. And it was a, I played a, a teacher and Jerry played a student. And it's the, the, the teacher seducing the student who's was a boy. <laughs> and it's uh but it's like a very like, it's a very like romantic song but it's but it's fucked up and uh and at the end it like flips into this thing where it, it like breaks down how the guy went to jail and like got raped in prison and stuff like that but like it's it's a whole it it was really Uneasy that song was one, and we wrote it when we were really high and we're like dying laughing at the idea of like this, of this like <laughs> old man flirting with like a kid. And uh, so that, yeah, that, that song didn't get on. And that song actually, I don't think anyone ever heard that song. That song got like fact,
2: the, legend continues. Yeah, yeah wow. so, oh man, yeah. Yeah. those are all the, searching all, for those for a
3: good, but if you look at the cover of, of the album, there is a gay character. And that was because the song was supposed to be on the album. And Then we were like, "Now nah, we probably should put this on. Mm. Triple
2: Beam Gene. Triple, Triple Beam. Yeah.
1: That's a great <laughs> rap name too. Yeah. All right. So EY underscore Enos or East York Enos wants to know since we're all members. Oh shit, it just reset. Sorry. Since we're all active members of the hip hop community, do we feel pressure to have an opinion on all new rap releases? Uh he's an old fart who takes time to digest albums that has no ideas what's coming out.
2: So. um no nah, you ain't obligated to listen to everything like it's so much stuff to listen to at this point it's not gatekeeping as much as it used to be where you know you had you were either slave to the you know top 40 or the radio playlist or the box and whoever could get that number in i don't yeah. think so i think you'll to listen to what you want
1: and there's so many different avenues to listen to shit too there's like set group they're like something contra where it's like they only do like tiktok videos or some shit oh, yeah, like that um
2: code contract code contract Con- they, yeah, they, the- they have an album right oh now, right? do they
3: yeah i think that's their album. whole thing they freestyle but yeah, they yeah, don't follow. No,
2: um they do this so what would really work for them was they had like this table set up with four mics kind of like yeah i have and they will sit down and and then they started they would also do their songs in that format because it's for them so they would break yeah. down the videos into four parts then i i got the album it's okay but they really started getting the fame from like rapping over other things and breaking up these verses. Mm-hmm. Like they all have different styles. Two of them, um, the twins, they're um Rascass sons. Um so wait, the, wait, they're what? Rascast's sons. Oh, oh word? Two, word? Yeah, two of them are in. I don't yeah. Know, yeah. yeah. Wow, um, Rass and this other one called Century Night. So I I, I could miss <laughs> I apologize if I've messed up their name. And there's actually one guy from Philly, he's actually the best guy. But um, yeah, so they're interesting. Um, yeah. But like, but it, my my main thing is like what's your what do you think is new to the to the guy who posed the question and it like you, new could be like last month's releases or new mm-hmm. could be like what I didn't get to or new could be like you know I don't know something I've been waiting for I th- I think that's a broad you know definition.
1: I'm kind of at the point where it's like I just let it find me. I don't yeah. even look for stuff anymore. I'm not
3: invested like that in, in yeah music. like to new music I it, like if it's something I, like 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 if you know fucking like Rock Marciano puts album out I'm gonna peep it. obviously, but I'm not going to like, like new artists. Someone got to put me on that shit. Usually Zillow. Yeah. (laughs) I got to put me on that shit, you know?
1: All right. So the next question is, um, you might've already talked about this somewhere, but um, he wants to know what the process is like of like collaborating with woods and how you started working with him.
3: Uh. I have talked about this, not on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, Woods is is um, is great to work with. I mean, Woods, uh, I met, I, I heard Woods, the, the very short version of this is I heard Woods, realized that he's a name I'd been hearing around forever and didn't connect that he was the guy whose name has been around. You know, like I knew he I was like, oh, that's that guy. And then I ran into NASA on the street and I was like, yo, you know, Woods, right? He's like, yeah. And I was like, yo, I really like his shit. And, and he's like, yo, he, he'd probably like to work with you. I was like, all right he gave us, he, I think he, we exchanged emails, Woods emailed me. I sent him some beats was like, yeah, I'll use this. And then I sent him more and he was like, all right, well, how about we do an EP? And then the EP turned into, into an album, which eventually became Dour Candy. Uh, but then we met and hung out and we, and we hit it off really well. And, uh, and yeah, Woods, you know, Woods is just a really, Woods is like probably the one of the easiest rappers to work with because he, he gets it, he gets his shit done at a high quality On time like he's a he's a workhorse he also is like very flexible when it comes to beats like he he'll take a beat if i was like yo i think you like this beat he doesn't even like think about his own opinion he'll just rap over (laughs) or like i think you'd sound good on this beat which is like not something a lot of rappers do you know Mm. uh and yeah he's very he's very open-minded and um yeah Woods, woods is like one of the yeah definitely one of the easiest people to work with and uh and especially for how quality the music turns out
1: Excellent. So we got another question from Sabo and he's his comment is we've all gone off on this show about how Nas should never rhyme about sex, <laughs> um, but he wants to know really who should. His take is if you've heard songs like talk like sex or Wildflower, it's all kind of cringy, but I, I would beg to differ. I think that there are good rappers that talk
2: about. Sex. Oh, yeah. Um, Necro. Who- <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs> Um, hilarious he's he's a repulsive person but he's
2: hilarious doom, yeah. doom, doom also has some funny takes yes. on some sex situations uh, um a is shampoo? actually the best <laughs> black shampoo by uh you got yeah oh um, one I, lo- and I love you guys. by accident yeah um a <laughs> is really good at it um, he, okay. he talks about sex what is good at it. too? but my is good. my girl loves a rhymes
3: because he's so uh perverted <laughs> I think you got to be either really funny or really smart. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would That's say the, the two rappers that shouldn't do it are Nas and Vast.
3: Yeah, They're I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Vast is the worst. With it.
3: I don't want to, Yeah. I don't want to hear Nas talk about like making girls come.
2: And no. Vast always is adding some vibrato. He's like, spin
4: on my finger.
2: Like, I'm serious. Like, I think <laughs> he does that. It's real bad. He rolls his R's. He rolls his R's. Like, Ruffles like. has ridges. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, mom, no hands for real. Yeah. All right. yeah, I mean, I
1: think I think some like talk like sex is hilarious. Where oh, it's just like it's very like punchline.
2: It's well, I mean, like Willie like, really D is a great sex. Oh rap. yeah, positive K. Yeah. I love yeah. what your man yeah. got to do with me. I love that. Oh, I I will say also um Digital Underground. I think they did yeah. really well with. But them. I don't want
3: common rap about sex. No, anyone who's spiritual. Like I mean, I love Dead Prez, but I want to hear Dead Prez rap about. Oh, mind
2: sex. No. Mind sex, sex is oh, on dear. the board. No, I, I yeah. mind sex. Mean, I'm on the fence be with cool. because some girl thought that that's what I did. So I do hold it in high regard because I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I thought I would come in here and be all these candles lit. I was cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, I'm a your rap guy. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, they, and they did a video for it. Remember, it was like black light. They had uh, all yeah. the paint on them and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> Stick one tried. Stick man. <laughs> all right.
1: So um, this one's from Rai Rue Six. And Rai uh, Rue wants to know, if we could resurrect a forgotten MC who would it be, and who would you have produced their project?
2: Um, well, I'm just to be a homer, and I, w- I would bring Gift the Gab back and uh, mm. Chief Chief XL it, get another Black Licious.
0: Okay. I uh,
3: I would I would like to hear G. Dep produced by Alchemist. Wow. Okay. Because G. Depp was I was listening to G. Dep the other day, and I and I I've always liked G. Dep, but I was like, man, he was fucking really good when he yeah. wanted to be. And uh, and him over some really bare kind of uh, minimal production, like the, what
2: was the um because I always feel like I missed G Depp. I mean what was the DJ Polo stuff? It was like drum driven, right?
3: Who DJ, DJ Polo?
2: Yeah, when he did that record with Polo.
3: G Depp did a record with Polo?
2: Didn't he do a record with no
3: G, G dep was uh was like uh with Puffy and uh and those guys he did like uh, oh
2: G Depp. I thought you yeah. said G-Rap, my brain. Oh no, 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 no,
3: no, oh no, no. G Rap. Oh, G-Rap. I mean, G-Rap's my favorite of all time, but I don't want to hear him now. Oh no, I
2: love G yeah. dep G dep is one of the first yeah. professional artists that yeah. gave me a compliment. Like from I did a talent yeah. show, he was the I,
3: I also like to hear Tony Bones over uh, someone, uh I don't know, anyone. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Tony Bones is great.
3: Yeah, he was.
2: Yeah, I, I liked him a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. I,
1: I would love to hear like Yishwa and Sire over like, I'm trying to think of somebody who's kind of jazzy just to bring back that feel. But um, that or um, I used to be a big Diamond Shell fan, man. I would love to hear wow. a Diamond <laughs> Shell record.
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, I'm totally lost.
1: Diamond <laughs> Shell is Biz Markie's brother, I think.
3: Oh, man. But- I remember that album cover really well because I used to like, always, because I would get everything from Cold Chillin'. I think it was on Cold oh. It was not, cool Chill, yeah. yeah not it was the heart.
1: first CD I ever bought because it was like I got a CD player and it was like <clears throat> I had 15 bucks, so I couldn't afford a regular CD, and it was in the cutout bin. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna check this and
2: out." I know y'all might not know. I hope not to heart, but like, didn't um didn't Mars from Roots clones? Didn't he pass away? Did he pass away? Mm-hmm. Mars never know. save you, never clone. I'm not sure. I feel like it. I feel like I heard that, but I don't want to. You know, I hope he didn't. You know, so yeah, brother. They, you know, big up Steve.
1: All right. So, so today I'm thinking no commercials. We just rip through. Is okay. everybody cool with
0: that?
1: <laughs> okay, cool. So we have a, we have a three-parter. So we're going to lightning round this. All right. First one is worst fan experience. So I don't know if that means as a fan or as an That's artist.
2: A, you, Talib mean? You,
3: you mean like watching him perform? Yeah. Every <laughs>
2: single one. <laughs> that was my worst fan experience. That was worse than any artist dissing me or, all right. Well, I could. I could also say like I knew. Um... But they, they this question means
3: dealing with a fan, though not.
2: That that's the way I took it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, I thought I was taking. Well, I don't know. Then my. Okay. <laughs> um, dealing with a fan. I don't know. Somebody else go. I don't. Know, I got to think.
1: Um, for me, it was being on tour in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Holy shit! And, and um, <laughs> we we were like, we had just gotten off stage, and like I think maybe like Yak went on, and then like or like. L was going on and like the guy just kept talking Shit about them he was like I Really like you guys like those guys suck I'm like why do you think like I'm cool With you talking about my friend shitty Like and then it just ended up almost being A fight so that was probably my worst fan experience
3: Um I was gonna say I've had I met a dude in Nashville who was Uh Elliot Lip coined the term well at least Put me on the term uh punishers People who like corner you and just Punish you oh god yeah And uh (laughs) And this guy was as drunk as a person I've ever seen. And he was just going, going, going. But then I just realized one of the worst fan experience I ever had was uh, in Denver last year. I played a show. I was sitting at the merch booth and this girl comes up to me and she's with a guy and she's like, hey, like she starts talking and she's being very weird. and, and And but I'm being like friendly and, you know, she seems like she's a fan. And then she starts getting into like how she's like, you know, what do you think about like the politics of Denver? I was like, what? I don't. I don't know anything about Denver. Like I'm not, I don't live here. <laughs> she's like, yeah. But like, you should care about like, the housing thing that's happening. I was like, I don't live here. I don't know anything. And then she's like, I'm going to jail tomorrow. And she starts going off in this whole thing. And like, and starts like yelling at me kind of, because wow. I, uh, because I, I didn't uh, know more about Denver politics. <laughs> and, and she, and and finally I get away to go do my set. And when I get off, she comes back and she's telling me how really disappointed in me she is. And she's and her, and her friend is like, red with embarrassment trying to pull her away and she was just uh, i mean there's way more to it and i don't remember it all but like she was a monster and i uh, probably went to jail the next day <laughs> yeah but like that, that really so it, like people who like are having a day and then like flood you with their bullshit yeah is always the worst um, yeah
1: those those people suck
3: she was she was terrible yeah
1: all right so then the second uh in the lightning round is what is your beef with pitbull all about me I guess all, I, I don't know. Do you have beef with Pitbull? Uh,
3: I mean, I think he's I, I wrote about him on my blog back in the day that he's like musical white noise.
1: Okay, so maybe that, uh, maybe that these are blog specific questions. But
3: I think he's a, I bet he's a nice guy. Like I bet like like on all accounts, like, people who are like, really shitty, who make really shitty music but do really well and have a lot of friends tend to I tend to think they're probably pretty nice guys.
1: Yeah, that would be my guess too. Yeah. Like I've never heard anything bad about him.
3: Yeah, me neither. Yeah. He's Mr. Worldwide, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly um and then uh have you ever been locked in a video booth at an adult bookstore no <laughs> yeah,
3: <that's laughs> i've never a, been, i've never even gone into one of those
1: same things. it's a hard no for me what about you castro castro here yeah i think he his setup got screwed up so
2: what is it what was the question the
1: question is have you ever um been locked in a video booth in an adult bookstore
2: locked in no no have you been yeah. in them? In a video booth? No, I've done um, I've been in some um, peep show with the sliding Uh door and they stick their ass through it. I've been in that. I've had many experiences on 30 some street. (laughs) (laughs) No need to revisit, but not that specific one that they asked about. All right, what's next?
1: Um remind me to tell you guys a story about somebody that we we all know. Um nobody on this call, but their uh, very drunken experience had a peep show all right we're
2: gonna we'll, we'll take a break up this way right?
1: okay um and then um are you the type to roofie yourself and call the cops just to get someone in trouble
2: all <laughs> right like
1: drywall dry hole repair man?
2: yeah so, thank you mr repairman we're gonna take our first break okay cool
4: what's going on fallout culture listeners it's mighty healthy here producer half of mighty cannons the collab album between myself and ace cannons on grinding nobody records I'ma just be honest, you're not gonna find more excitement and action planned in the 30 minutes. Production wise, we got 8,357 beat switches on there, I am not exaggerating. We have beats with actual drums and bass. Wow, what a concept. The favorites don't do that. We have lyrics that are insulting. You wanna be insulted for 30 minutes? And it's not just by Ace. We got Josiah The Gift on there, we got King Mike the Infamous on there, all like my King Mighty 1 and 2 listeners, Substance 810, we got Jameel Honesty Twice on there, and we got DJ Grasshopper doing some scratching. Oh, and you know, we got Capadonna just chilling on track 8, hi, go check that out. The Mighty Cannons is out everywhere on every streaming platform. Spotify, Apple, LimeWire, Radio Shack, you name it. But if you want to give us money, which you should, you should go to GrimeyNobody.com. That's G-R-I-M-E-Y, nobody.com. The website is beautiful. The merch is handsome. I think we still have a couple vinyl left. We're not like the other guys. you are not going to wait 28 months for a vinyl because it's shipping out of Earth 612. If you get a vinyl now, you probably get it in a week or two. And if it's international, about three weeks. We still got CDs left, we got a couple of shirts, we have three-foot framed posters. I mean, whatever whatever your fancy is, you probably got it. Somebody said that it might be 20% by the time you hear this. Or not, you never know, you gotta check it out. Anyway, Ace Cannons, Mighty Healthy, Mighty Cannons, out everywhere, grimy Nobody Records. Okay, bye.
1: Right. We are back And then um, so this is a question From Paul Goodbrand A.K.A. Hoodie Guthrie And he wants to know if you could put together Like what is your your Fantasy one rapper one producer album Right now his choice was August Fanon And Skip Coon which is a really good choice But um, so yeah if you could take Like one rapper and one producer and have them Do an album what would it be I, got
0: like, I don't know
3: like my, my knowledge of producers is really limited these days. Like I know the ones I know, like I know the, the ones I know personally. And like, obviously like alchemists and like, you know, like there's the big names too, but like, uh I don't, I don't there's not like one producer that I'm like, I love this guy shit so much. There's a lot of dudes I think are dope, but I just don't, I'm not like knowledgeable enough for um, producers these days to really nail it down. I feel like I'm, I'm failing this guy, but.
1: You know. <laughs> well, I mean it could just be any producer any time. I don't think no. it has to be somebody. Oh, right
3: okay. All right, let me let me think. Like, yeah, that. let's
1: make it like just the dream like specific error MC and specific error producer. It doesn't have to be like all right, you know, this indie guy and this other indie guy.
3: huh. huh. Castro,
2: you got one? Yeah, um breeze and you, breeze and blockage. Shit, there you <laughs> <we> go. <laughs> I've been listening, I've been trying to talk breeze into that for a while. He's just like,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
2: You know, well, word is school just started. So if anybody yeah, knows Breeze, yeah, it's over. It's over for at least he told me something. At least for a month and a half. You know, yeah. He did yeah. a couple of verses okay.
3: for me on that project I'm working on. Nice. Yeah, yeah
2: he did some. He, he, I was talking to him, He did some last minute stuff because he said, yo, Cash, I'll shut it down. Yeah. He got to put his class together. He shuts it down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So,
3: um, but I'm trying to think Prince Paul and someone else. And I can't think of who the other person is. Uh. <laughs> prince paul <and> willie d <laughs> i'm gonna go oh, yeah because it'd be like kind of interesting beats and willie d it
2: don't have to be a narrative people got to get out of it. prince paul doesn't just make narratives like with some the handsome boy models yeah, yeah.
3: circuit but circa like 92 like okay like so, back so, then, so back 90 then 90 back 90. then yeah, like okay. willie d going out like a soldier era
2: uh, with principal uh, with, with, with principal allowed to sample a lot yes oh yeah okay mm. all right What's next,
1: what? I'm gonna go Sir Jinx and j mm-hmm. oh, interesting. Uh-huh. So, I, mean, I don't know if it'll be good or not, but current j. Yeah, only current j Rue. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, ten-year-old j Rue, before he started rapping. Yeah, um, right. So the next question comes from Spinach, uh, and he wants to know what is the most underrated Jux LP.
2: Uh, Telekatterson by Bobby Freedom, Rob channel.
1: Yeah, that'd probably be my choice as well.
2: Like Rob held that up, like especially in the era of jokes that it came on in when everybody was like collabing, you know, y'all do, you know, y'all was linking up, being on each other's joints. Rob was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do this by myself.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? So do the beats.
3: No what well, was I, Well, besides part of my action committee, um, I would say I uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, this is a very unpopular opinion, but I I enjoyed the essay Smash Apple, and I know a, a lot record. of people hate that love album. Love
2: that, yeah. love that record.
3: I, but love I that. really enjoy that album, and it's and it actually like ages wow. better than a lot of the stuff from that era because it's mm-hmm. just a, it, it's just like a fun album.
2: Yeah, and it's of its own thing. Like yeah. they definitely set it up for that next record. I was ready for all of that. Oh so, man, yeah. you,
3: you ever heard the demos they made? Yeah,
2: I heard only heard the um yeah. keep, keep it in a hole joint that came out on the um. Oh.
3: I had like five or six joints they did that uh, oh were I love weird. Metro. So I think L did some beats on them too. It, it was yeah, it was they were they were gonna be really dope.
2: I also want to say Mo Mega. I really love Mo Mega. Yeah. I know lift didn't like it necessarily, so that takes a little bit out of it. Um and I know him and LP were fighting me, you know finish it, but I, I really like Mo Mega. I was into it. <laughs> All
1: right, so we're coming into the home stretch here. You didn't and answer.
2: For- I
1: did, I said tell the contestant.
2: Oh, you agree with me? Yeah, yeah I agree with
1: you. Yeah. Um, so Ryru wants to know what are our favorite. He said top three story songs, but what's your what are your favorite story songs? You, um, you want three, pre- you can. But
2: I know my. I, the, I, I don't want to say my favorite because that would be. But one of my favorite favorite is um, what's the name of that Nazz joint at the end of um, I'm No, not <laughs> no. The one about the, his girlfriend cheating on. Him. Zilla would know. Damn. Oh man, I can't remember right now. So
1: good that it's so much your favorite that you don't know. Oh, stop right? it!
2: I don't know the title. But <laughs> all right, but but um, one I really like that people sleep on is Onyx's Veronica.
0: Hmm.
2: I really that
3: doing it. fun. Yeah, what, what's which song? Veronica. Oh. Uh. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I would not have pulled that one. <laughs> it has like
2: the strings in it and then like sticky does the last verse. So yeah, I,
3: I also see. like sucking the next dick by by them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they went for it, they did go for that. And I, I, I think
2: that track is the next track. Uh,
3: I, I have forever held this as my favorite story rhyme song ever, story rap ever. Is uh, it's uh, me and Jesus the pimp in the 79 Oh, group, so good. Uh, it, it is like, I mean, like pound for pound, it's just like it could be a by by yeah, the, by coup. by the coup by the coup oh and, word, word, word. Like it's 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 so insanely well written and that dude is such an underrated rapper yeah. and and like that song like it's it's just an amazing and he had like there's like three he, he would do like a, a, a story rap on each album like fat cats bigger fish was another one that was just like so like he just really dialed into story raps like very few people did yeah. so that's my that's my favorite one
1: nice um i'm gonna go with I mean, it's kind of a pretty popular song, but my mind's playing tricks on me, which I don't think is often uh, considered a story song.
2: I love uh, but, but but do you think because it came out of video, do you think that influenced you a little bit? Because the video, no, it's right.
1: like this. Their stories about the dudes yeah. in their minds, but yeah. um, and then uh, "Wacky World of Mass Transit" by Dell.
3: Okay, you know what's another one I like is a uh, "Hallucination" by Smith and Wesson. Mm. That's where they, they the guy he's he's trying to fuck a girl and then he gets ambushed by some dudes. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, another good favorite of mine is um. Dang, I'm sorry
2: about the titles. It's um, the joint, the solo havoc joint on Hell on Earth. And, uh, <laughs> what's it
1: called? It's the one where he gets set
2: something. up. Yeah, something part yeah. two. Yeah, that joint. Set up songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, love set up songs. <laughs> That's Sounds Veronica. Crazy. Veronica's a set up song too. I love <laughs> the set up songs. Bottom up. Got to
1: go with the set up songs. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm.
2: Doom and a Pony B Fly MC um, on Victor Vaughn. Oh yeah, yeah. What's that called again? I don't know. Oh, and um, another great story joint, but I mean the whole project. But I really like how it came out. How they it, wrote it is um Breezing and Heroin on um the other line when he's calling his girl to make the excuse for work, and um on Prince amongst Steeds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is story. <laughs> I just realized
1: my favorite. It's Keisha's house.
2: Yes, yeah, that's a crazy, crazy dog. Okay. <laughs> Who did Keisha's <laughs> mother? Ghost that? It's ghost face? It's
1: Ghostface off Pretty Tony.
2: Oh, oh, okay. Where is like Keisha face. had her mother's house? Ghostface ghost needs his
1: colon cleansed.
2: <laughs> when the kids pushed him out the window and he said a word.
1: <laughs> oh wow, that that's uh that's shaky dog. That's right?
2: Max that's shaky dog. Oh that's Maxine. Maxine, that's Maxine. Yeah.
1: That's Maxine. Wow. We could do a whole episode on Ghost Story songs. Of course. All right. So the, uh, the next album, the next one comes from Gurp City. Uh, and he wants to know, what is your favorite Bay Area rap album and artist? It's
3: tough. Hmm. I read that
2: one. I was like, ah, man, I, yeah. I don't know. I guess I would have to just say my first, which was like, well, it was like Souls of Mischief and Far Side. But like, I think I really like like cats To me, I would count it. He's from LA though. He's from LA. Yeah. yeah so I guess uh, I would go with um, Far
3: Side from LA too. Yeah. So I would,
2: I would have to go with Soulja.
3: I was Soul, I was thinking yeah their debut album is probably my favorite album, I but on a purely rapper level I would say Saphir or Casual. Mm. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, which is ironic that they, they but yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. like I want to say Too Short, but I'm not from there and I definitely didn't grow up listening to Too Short.
1: No. I mean, I like Too Short, but same thing. Like no, I, have my short. I appreciate oh. everything about him. Uh, well, I would probably go. I mean, I wish my brother George was here as like one of my favorite. That's men, any well, album, ever. So like
2: also Latyrx. It was was yeah. big for me. Oh, right? big time! Oh, big, yeah. big, big. big. Letiris, <laughs> big, big, big,
1: big. And I'm a big fan of Sugar Free, but I don't necessarily like know his albums front to back. But whenever I hear him, I love him. It's, well, it's he's
3: a is he genius? Is he considered Consider is Pomona the Bay? I, think, I don't know where. Oh, Pomona is.
1: okay. I always assumed he was. That was Bay. um I, know, it might
2: not- be, I don't know i don't know it might be yeah. i don't know maybe. i don't know either i just think it's always opening the same thing
3: but he is amazing sugar free is incredible
1: yeah zion i too they were always had a lot oh, of yeah. shit
3: too, oh big so up rest in pieces yeah homie. that's crazy him and zion um, all
1: right so so the homie big r has a few questions for us uh first one non-rap album recommendation
2: oh jeez um I've been listening to
3: you oh, mm. for. Um, so. Hold on, let me go look. My eyes real quick. I just need to look at that. Which out? What? The, what's the title of the album that I'm thinking of?
1: Okay, I'll I'll go with uh, Yusef Kamal. Uh, Black Focus is definitely worth checking out.
3: Uh oh, oh you got one, Castro? No, almost good. Uh, I was. Oh, I say, got one. Fiona uh, Apple with the idler wheel. Oh, shit. I love that. I,
2: I think I'm cheating, but I think um, more mother's jazz codes. Because uh, I feel good. like it's not actually hip hop. It's more like jazz. More jazz. Really jazz centric. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: and, and he wants to know, what is our favorite rap conspiracy theory?
2: <laughs> About a rapper?
1: I, that's the, yeah, I guess that's that's the way I'm taking it.
3: Um, I'm trying to think of any of them. <laughs> like I'm sure there's a ton I just can't think of right now. It's like a million.
2: I always
1: like that Eric Sermon was the gay rapper. Yes. That was a great one.
2: There's well, a little- I mean, the whole Eric Sermon when he jumped out the window. Like, yeah. I love, I love all of the weirdness around it, whatever that was. That, that happened though, did it? Yeah. yeah. that did happen. He did jump like the second floor. He either got thrown out or he walked out the window or he backed over the window. It's so weird. Like, you won't get a straight answer.
3: But like Drew being Nas was like a conspiracy theory. For yeah. my-
2: yeah, that was the worst
3: Conspiracy theory by stupid people.
2: Because there was actually blog posts that were like speeding up Nas versus changing
3: the tempo so of the match. It was so dumb. Well. Anyone with the ears could be like, yeah, it's not Nas. <laughs> they don't rap <laughs> anything alike. They, they have similar voices. They don't, unless Nas changes style 25 years in. <laughs>
2: yeah. I love the, um, the mass hypnosis of the Doom Pasta convincing everybody it was dope. If you remember how bad and mad people were at the moment throwing things on the stage and then there was like all these op-eds and all these pieces about the genius of it or whatever, and it was just like, you know, doing doubling down, like, you know, double booking. That that pretty much what it was was born out of and so many people made it into this whole thing. Oh, He's the villain. He's meant to do it. I I, I love that. There's got to be some conspiracy theories about deaths. In rap, right? I mean, like, I mean,
1: Tupac is a
2: huge. Well, if people think Tupac is alive in some um, Caribbean tropical island. That, that's one. It's funny because it's no Biggie. Biggie's not alive, but Tupac definitely is. Yeah. And they they build that on him being shot a couple of times before. It's so, uh, alive. Um. Well, uh, who else <laughs> would say that? Because like, there's not many fake deaths.
3: Like uh, J- Jam Master Jay, was there any any conspiracies about his? Well, his?
2: yeah, about like at first it was really cloudy because nobody knew Jam Master Jay was into like
3: you know, slinging and
2: all that stuff. You
0: know.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, he was in that war. So the fact somebody got in and people were like, how did the person get in? It was no forced entry because, you know, you know. So like before the details came out, it was very conspiracy. I'll say that.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I can't really think of I mean, I mean, they caught the guy that killed Nipsey, right? So there's nothing like yeah, really there.
3: And the um, guy who killed Extentation, they, killed, they, they caught him too? Well, they caught him fast. He yeah. Like,
1: what about, fast? um, the whole like puffy setting up shine.
2: Ah, did that happen? Oh, I thought I you were gonna say puffy setting up big. Um, I mean, like the, the I, worst I, part of that whole thing, and again, fuck puff survivors and more people fucked up is like, right when I noticed when he's when he when his lawyers were able to separate the case, yeah. Instead of them being co-defendants, they had separate cases, and obviously, you know, say his lawyers he raised more money and way more money than whatever shine. Even if he was paying for Sean's legal team, it wasn't going to be his. If,
3: I was going to say, if he didn't set him up, it's possible he just was like, take this rap for me. Yeah. Or up. like the fact that, that, that we think that Puffy also
2: had a gun? Maybe he didn't shoot hit, but do we think that he was weaponed up with That's why it got stick. I mm. don't hmm. know. Um, because Shine always confesses that he just felt crowded. Like, you know, people, you know, they're around people, but they're not around how many people. And it just gets to a point, and then you just want people to back up. So you don't
1: want to shoot a gun, but you know, I don't know. Okay. And his final question is: We've seen an NWA movie, a Wu Tang series, bad big and pock films, and who do we want to see covered next in a hip hop movie or series?
3: I I've long I think I've said this on this podcast before, but I want either a documentary or a or a um you Know or, or, or you know, a scripted show about the making of ODB's second album hmm. because I've heard stories that are crazy. Also, I've heard crazy stories about um Yeezus being made, and I'd like oh. to, that those two albums, the making of those albums, like I like out shows about the makings of, of albums, like Duck right and when you hear crazy stories, yeah. but uh, but I've heard crazy stories about both those albums and I would like to see them come, come to life. Mm-hmm. Um.
2: I would like to see a, like a, um, a recreation of like, uh, the height of the Soul clearing era. Like, you know, like, but I wouldn't like to see a doc. I think I would like <laughs> it to be like a series or a Machi Man
0: type thing. Mm.
2: Somebody plays Erica, somebody plays Bilal or whatever, you know, see what that was like. Somebody plays Common. You know what plays yeah, go <laughs> No, where, yeah, comment or like somebody plays Questlove and, and so Commonplace,
1: common everybody.
2: That's crazy. That'd be hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that Has to be written by Charlie Kaufman and Commonplace, everybody.
3: But, but, I was watching Block Party the other day. You know the Dave Chappelle movie where yeah, he, yeah. and you have you guys seen that movie? Have you seen it? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know the scene where it's Erica Badu and and, uh, and Jill Scott on stage and they're kind of singing together mm-hmm. and yeah. blowing her off the stage and you can and and they interview them. They cut to interviews and you kind of tell they hate each other. And it's a really well
2: the whole you know the whole thing of um so you got me jill wrote it and uh, then i think sung the reference and then when the roots were also getting more popular at that time and it was a time when they did they had the ability to make a switch and had erica come in and sing
0: but <laughs> mm, jill I, sung
2: the original and i think you know yeah. how you listen to it you can kind of maybe hear Jill jill jill's vocal somewhere in there yeah, um, yeah. But jill wrote it and um and performed the reference and then Erica came and sang over it. So that's what
3: the song they were doing when they were singing together. They right, right. But there's a there's a part where where they're they're like what they're kind of doing runs on a different battle. Yeah, Scott's yeah. kind of doing crazy. Runs. And, you know, Erica Badu is not that kind of singer, you know? No. no. And, uh, and it's just like you, it's just the tension is palpable and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one Brandy
2: and my, Monica all over. Again.
1: Yeah. One of my favorite rap moments for my career was Michelle Gondry wearing a Hanger 18 t-shirt in that
0: movie. <laughs>
2: Oh, love, it. Oh, That's love it. Ch- it. That's incredible. Yeah, I was <laughs> that like, is absolutely shit, he's got her shirt. unmatchable. You know, yeah. that, say that sentence, and nobody else in the world can say that.
1: Um, so I guess mine would be Have you seen the preview for the Weird Al movie?
2: Yes, love. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. Yes.
1: I would like something like that with maybe a story about like Flavor Flav or something like
2: Ooh, that. Yeah, in the, in the music era, not anything yeah. else. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. just I like.
1: like a wild sort of crazy, real over the top storytelling. Yeah, like a Gonzo version of him.
3: Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. like that. On some fun shit, just to see what that would happen. Is I would love to see a, a scripted series about the rise of deaf jokes and who plays and just see. Oh it.
0: my god!
2: <laughs> see who
3: casts who. who oh, they cast. God, that'd be just, just, just. <laughs> that would just. Who be
2: would the they cast? Things. That would be
3: perfect. Like, <laughs> we shouldn't even get into that. <laughs> I'm.
2: I'm I, I would. I would audition for Liz for like ten times. I wouldn't get it. Though. So wait, Block. Who would
1: you want to play you? Who would you want to play you? And who do you think yeah. would cast?
3: it? we're playing. They'd be playing young me. Yeah. Yes. I mean, shit. There's. Uh, damn, I don't know, man. That's a, if
2: Mac Miller was alive, he could play. You.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I guess <laughs> that's probably around the same age. I, yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Like who would you want to who would you want to play you? I would love for like fat Jonah Hill to play me, but they'd probably <laughs> oh, like, give it
1: yeah. to Andy Milanakis or something like that.
2: <laughs> oh man.
1: But I, I also always thought like me and Wynn could be like the story, the movie Hitch. Yeah. <laughs> so it could have Kevin James as me and Will Smith as Wynn.
2: Smith, y'all, y'all giving each other a relationship with why I'm well, both hammered.
3: I mean, if age didn't matter, I get tell... Lately, I've been hearing a lot that I look like Bill Burr, so I feel like... Oh, that would be great. Oh, that would be fly. That would be fly. Yeah.
2: But look, you can get away with it because shave him down and then make him wear a hat.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that he would, could, could do all of the Boston Accent songs. Yeah, exactly. P-Fax.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, all right, so let's stop. Somebody's going to stop taking that. Sort of
1: all right. Yeah. Um, what is... Um, the funniest or weirdest encounter that you've had with an A-list sort of mega mainstream celebrity rapper? If any. Ooh. And this is uh Kalange 93.
3: Okay, um, a celebrity, and this is a stretch because it's an old celebrity. But When I was like 19, me and like three of my friends are outside of uh, Bowery Bar, which is, you know, on, on uh, West 4th Street, on East 4th Street and steve gutenberg comes out of the bar wow. with, with, with two girls on his arms of course and we start clowning him because he's steve gutenberg we're, we're like we're like we're like oh focus steve gutenberg and he's get and he gets in the cab and they're like and, and the two girls get in the cab and they're like you coming with us and he's like no no i'm gonna hang out with these guys and like looked at us and we're like what and he just got in the cab with two girls and drove off
2: like <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look at these, look at these slugs. Like,
3: Steve Bloomberg's a man. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> you got that. You got that one, Stevie. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a win.
1: I, I had a real awkward handshake with Chuck D.
2: Like, when well, you didn't know, like, you gave a pound and he had his hand open. It. So,
1: that. yeah, like, I because he had hosted like a Jux event. So, and then I met him on Warp Tour. Like, I ran into him and I was like, oh, he's going to remember me. Of course he will. And uh, I went. and I was like, "Chuck, what's up?" And I go to give him a pound, and he just sticks out his fist. And i end up like, grabbing his fist. I was like,
2: Ugh. "Yo, that, that in front of like stuff. the
1: S1Ws and fucking like everybody." Like, because like, you
2: immediately you immediately change back to the pound, but they switch back to the hand, and it's just this weird. Yeah, he was like, shit. he was pissed so, yeah.
1: out, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs>
2: it uh, was.
1: It was definitely a low point.
2: I, 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 well, my um, other one is um. I knew music for Soul Child before he got like famous. He was like sleeping on my friend's couch and literally around the corner from where I live And um, you know, we'd work on music and he was very peculiar. Like he used to write phonetically. Mm-hmm. So like if you know his, if you know his albums, it says, I just wanna sing, it says A I J U S W A N N A S A N G. That's how he wrote all the time. He wrote everything phonetically. And he wrote backwards. He wrote from uh right to left yeah like and it would just Japanese? come out yeah i do not but but he wrote phonetic. everything he wrote he wrote a paragraph he was always phonetically it was always how the words sound not how they're supposed to be spelled or whatever so anyway long story short he gets popular he starts you know climbing really fast and a friend of mine bumps into him and my man is just normal he's he not thinking anything of he remember we worked together like a year past and he like, yo what's up music like who are you he's like, you don't remember me from Osage just the black around the corner for me. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like that type of thing. And then he also bumped into like a singing friend of mine and he was acting kind of weird and distant and then he pulled her to the side like later when nobody was looking at him. He's like, yo, they do it. They control everything I do. They tell me when I go to sleep. They tell me I can talk to it, all this other shit. So like he had to be that robot artist for a while um, and couldn't be like associated with his indie friends or whatever. Like, but that, that was very peculiar. Um, I, I, got, I I remember like thinking like that was like my first good hard lesson about even if you work with people nobody really owes you and nobody's gonna reach back and pull you up they got to get their situations secure and so I remember learning that
3: yeah. Um, I I have one with uh, Shock G, which uh, was <laughs> I I was at a party at a friend's house, and Shock G was. Literally, there just playing piano.
2: Piano, Um, yep.
0: (laughs) That's what I was like. What the fuck?
3: And that so that was like that week. The next week, I'm walking again down West Fourth Street because I'm going home. I'm heading back to my house, but I'm walking like west on Fourth Street, and I and I walk past Shock G and a girl. It's like 3 30 in the morning. It's like summer, and I'm like, oh shit, Shock G. And I'm 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 drunk as shit. Like I'm very. And I'm like, yo, and you know, and I'm being that guy. I'm like 20 years old and I'm being that awful guy. It's like, you, I love, you know, I think you's Humpty Hump and I know it. You know, I'm just like saying all this dumb shit. I'm even like rapping his own lyrics to him. Oh, no. Like, you know, wow. Like Return to the Crazy One, which was like my favorite song of that time. <laughs> uh, which is your only chance, your only,
2: chance, only uh, chance.
3: And then he's like, he's like, hey, my girl's cold. Can she buy your shirt off you? And I had like, like a, a, like a short sleeve button up shirt on and I was like, no I need no it's I'm, I'll be I want have a shirt <laughs> like I'll be naked and he and he, and he, he was just kind of fucking with me <laughs> down the block but he was I mean he was a good sport I was so annoying but yeah. uh yeah he was <laughs> he was just
2: trying to get you to take your shirt off he, you, he probably didn't even need it
3: I, <laughs> I mean he had some, some fly ass girl with him and he's just <laughs> walking down West 4th I think he was going to a life that club life.
1: oh wow yeah. yeah
3: and uh but I walk with him for like a block and a half two blocks <laughs> I'm so glad I remember it better. What is so,
2: lyrics? Oh, I that's love amazing. It.
1: It's when we um when we toured for the Def Jux Presents Two record, or maybe J- Def Jux Presents Three, um, he was on tour with Murz. and so we were on that tour for two weeks. And the last night of the show, or the last night of the tour, we're all drunk, and he turns to me, he's like, "I didn't even know until today you were a rapper. I thought you were the manager." <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: <you tell> <laughs> I was like, oh, "Thanks."
2: Yeah i'm glad i made an impression what's that (laughs)
1: that that's actually the last question
2: oh that was it yeah there
1: was somebody who wanted to so i'm going to combine two questions there were questions that i didn't actually ask because one was somebody that listed a lot of questions but um since we've been talking about the conspiracy episode that got canceled they wanted to know like sort of like bullet points of it which we can't remember but um, there became a lot of questions about, like, what's favorite conspiracy theories. And somebody else put a question of regarding the picture that Block posted of the guy in the Mets camo outfit. Search. Oh, like, yes, is it MC Search? Oh, and He's Mr. denying Search. it. So, like, let's, no, that's
3: let's look. Who's denying it's MC Search? That's MC a-
1: Search is denying it.
3: No, that's from his, I took that from his Instagram.
1: Oh, did he? I thought he was denying
3: it. No, that's absolutely. No, that's, that's, oh. that's definitely- okay. I
2: remember I- when he first posted, I was cracking up because I just thought it was like, this new I, okay. like Seinfeld kick but it was really searched And oh, I was squinted I said, oh my God, is that him? And that's why I texted Yeah, shit, I, think I, I totally
1: thought that he um No, no, yeah.
3: no, no, no. But
2: people couldn't <laughs> you don't think it you don't think so at first because you're putting those images together, what he's wearing in a tip.
3: If you ever yeah. wanna laugh, go look at his Instagram because like it is so weird to see a man that age who looks like he does posting so many selfies. It's, it's so awesome. I mean,
2: that's that's such a big red flag. My, my girl says that any man is taking that many
3: pictures of himself. He's like, yeah. that's what women do, like, especially so many, like, like a young, handsome guy. Like, he's like an old, chubby guy. Like, he's like, like <laughs> his name does that. I know Benzino always takes like a
2: lot of selfies, waist up with shirt off. Like, oh.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> no, nothing of, you know, like
1: 50 year old hot dog skin to get you, yeah. excited.
2: <laughs> but yo, know, like, but just so funny thinking about that picture of, of search when he's a clown and then that recent. Kiff, uh Seinfeld, uh, right. Seinfeld Looks kid.
3: kind of sharp. Though. He, he actually,
2: you <laughs> he know, he looks it. like he, he fits the, the the back background decor really helps yeah. the, the issue. facial expression. A lot of people got really upset about that, but oh. I think it's weird because everybody that knows Seinfeld knows he's a sneakerhead. so the sneakers gonna be yeah. right. And then it's yeah, but Kiff. he's
1: like all like he's
2: like a Reebok.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, but he's but he's like but he he's, got he's got also a New Yorker. He's New Yorker in sneaker. You know, he's in the sneakers though. I'm just saying, just yeah. like he's not just putting on dad that's um slides yeah so. like he likes
1: cars and coffee too or yeah so
3: yeah. to put that like that might go with a key of a kiflons yeah know, I don't know. sweat suit shit was the funniest shit to me because that didn't look natural at all but like him in like the the, the varsity jacket with the hat on and i was like ah, you know i, I do on know like, on the ladder but,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean you could definitely see him rocking like a mets joint like that oh hell okay. yeah
2: mets of course yeah, that's yeah. That, part. that part yeah yeah Guess I have some alright stuff. I'm, I'm, my judgment is to be reserved. We'll see. I have we'll another battle, but I, I so like, they always do like these special lines. Like they, they're big on the person they put in the clothing. Line. Like yeah. that's a big part of their thing. <laughs>
3: all
1: right, all right. So yeah, do. I mean, I guess that was a little anticlimactic. I didn't realize it was the last question. But as I was going, oh, through, like we didn't else? have like
2: well, last. Yeah. See. Yeah. Wait, no, did so. you get the last? The last time? The, Reminder post. There was one question underneath that. See that? You put the reminder a, post. Yeah, you put up another post about. Us yeah, I think a... I got that one. Okay, no problem.
1: Yeah, um, let me just check and make sure. <laughs> Give me one second.
2: I
3: was worried we weren't gonna have any questions.
2: Yeah, no, they, they come come. <laughs> right, it <laughs> really well. And it's funny, we put it up like three days earlier. Yeah. Had, you know, one time we had like mad questions. We were flying through. The, the people yeah, like
1: spent like. like The whole fucking it it was like a two parter, I think.
2: Yeah, that one because it was like threads and people were adding adding threads to questions that were already posed. We had to, yeah, we we had to work because we had to whittle down like similar questions.
3: I'm glad that didn't happen this time. (laughs) We had a good good mix of questions. I think this was. Oh,
1: okay. Here's a good one actually that I missed. If Cage gets Eminem's opportunity with Dr. Dre, what happens?
2: He, he It blows up in his face at that at that. What what cage are we talking? about? Not the same thing. <laughs> not not what happened to Eminem. Yeah. Like are we talking? But are we talking about like awakened cage like Hell's Winter? Or did, I about,
1: mean, I would say same same time frame, right? Because
2: like if
3: K if if so we, he was if, still, if still
2: he find, still had the remnants of Wigger Cage. Afro, I mean, yeah. To, <laughs> he was still Wigger Cage at that point. Yeah. To me, like,
3: and you and know, and like. peak cage, I might add.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um. I grew a Black, like, and I'm not this. I really like this third phase of Cage. Um, and it's so funny because it, it it's really hard for an artist to come back from being like a full-fledged wigger, like saying that um N-word and all that stuff. And then for me liking him later, it's really a long stretch. But like there was something we whether we like it or not, and we don't like its current iteration, it was some magic and unspoken thing going on between Dre and Eminem and mm-hmm. M at that time. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, we talk about like your first record. I mean, he had other little indie records, but your first record being your best effort, how they stretched out the EP into the LP. A lot of things went right. It wasn't just like I, I think sometimes people like there's such Eminem stands, they miss it because you can't I don't think you should just reduce him to this white rapper. it was a lot of things that happened for, for that to pop up yeah. with that first record. You know what I'm saying? A lot of good things like Dre wasn't everybody's favorite back then. He's coming up and get a waltz beats and stuff like that. Aftermath, you know, so a lot of good things happen for it to work. So just sticking Cage in there. or I don't know if this question means he's sticking any generic white rapper in that slot. I don't. Well, exist. I
1: think there, there's like a legit like sort of Cage thinking Eminem stole his style. I don't know if he did or not. There, but, there is that. There is that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's really the like, I, you couldn't just grab like evidence and throw like, him in there. Yeah.
2: Because, but isn't it still a regional thing? Like Cage was so New York at the time. Like Eminem's in the Midwest. Like, is he really stealing his stuff? I mean, I don't know.
3: I I think that Cage. uh, I mean, I think that Eminem's style was tailor-made to be bigger because he was such a technical rapper, but also funny and kind of said crazy shit. Whereas Cage is like, Cage was like a grimy, obscure reference-making weirdo who didn't. Yeah, he was not palatable to a larger audience. No, right. Eminem was because Eminem could be like, I'm going to kill my mom. And like and like people like, yeah, all right, you know, like th- that, was a whole <laughs> and say nine inch nails and stuff like that. But he's also a great technical rapper, you know, like. Right.
2: He- so so once <laughs> Dre expanded, like, hey, we can try this out. His his skill set expanded because he yeah. was. A- yeah.
3: And and Dre's Dre's not going to make like Battle of the Worms, too. You know, like it's not <laughs> right now. Exactly. Or you know, Blood and- Boy. Yeah, Dre's I- not
2: going to let Blood Boy be released. No,
3: hell no. Hell no.
2: <laughs> you know, only I could make that beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I love uh, that's one of my favorite jokes. I love that joke, but yeah, I, I just don't think it could have just been um, pick and play or just sub yeah. people in to that situation
0: and
3: same no. thing. Eminem, is, as much as as he is awful to listen to, he is like a special rapper. Yes, he, that he, time, really he, he, like yeah. first time I heard him, I was like, oh shit, who's this? Like like he he stuck out.
2: Yeah, he did. yeah. When I heard his early stuff with like Old World Disorder and like mm-hmm. that, it did stick out. I was like, what's what going
3: First time I heard Cage, I was like, "Who is it?" Like I thought he was for <laughs> First
2: yeah. time I saw Cage, I, I saw him in the source with the toothpicks in between his teeth. Yeah, and I remember that look. That was just a crazy look. I don't know if he came up with that like on the spot, but like
3: it just looked crazy. I'd only heard like, him on Height On Height he looked crazy. Yeah, I, I'd heard him on Stretch when he was in the group Mud Bones.
1: Yeah, Mud Bones. Uh, that's when I, I heard. He
3: had a cool, a really cool voice, and he sounded like a dirtbag. Yeah, and uh, and then later he did that joint with Godfather Don that was like. A freestyle on, on stretch and bob, or it was like mm-hmm. a promo, and again, he sounded he just sounded cool, like no one really sounded like him then, yeah. And,
0: uh, yeah, he was
3: really I mean,
1: the, they both seemed like people I wouldn't have wanted to hang out with at the
3: time, yeah. No, 100, I agree with that, yeah, both. Yeah.
2: And I mean, if I don't know if you know, we always believe you live the lyrics you say, but like the way they presented
3: themselves, I, I didn't want to be with them after,
2: yeah. after dark.
3: I was just never a drug guy like that, so I don't know I, yeah. I wouldn't be like doing, but cool.
2: I wouldn't want to hang out with um, with Kid Rock either, like. He uh, <laughs> He looks like he's contagious. And I don't know. Whatever yeah. that means, that's what it means. He looks like he's contagious. I would <laughs> never like go, you know what I'm saying? certain people like that. Yeah, I
1: went to the I went to the Columbia County Fair last weekend. I was upstate. Yeah. And there's a lot of like young kids that are like really have that like kid rock vibe of like a mullet, a gold oh, chain, a, a, a pair of that's like, that's
3: like Air Max, and sweatpants.
1: I was like, what? What is this? Like, why is it like the
3: 80s in here? Why is that a style? Wow. Oh. And with a mullet, though. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, they had, now the mullet was heavy up there.
3: Do, do wiggers still exist? Like, in the way they used to?
2: Not in the way they used to. I think that was like a New York and also a 2000 thing. But like I think they do, like, if
1: you go down south and out west and sort of like I to move around. Like,
2: I'll say this. There's the, 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 certain white folks that gangbang. Yeah. They can yeah. somewhat can be considered um, wiggers. But that mullet thing is interesting because, like, for instance, when I grew up, <clears throat> my man got into cutting hair. Yeah. So then that's when that's where the, how our crew kind of got their hair cut. I mean, we all didn't have that money like that. So do you think that mullet in that area can be a byproduct of whoever is the one kid that does hair out there? It could I
1: mean, be. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's like it's you know in the middle of nowhere, so Yeah. it could but be. I, I, I mean, I, I used to have a sweet-ass lot of barbers school, or I'm or not even going
2: to lie. It's just uh, Uncle Joe, you cuts. you know, in the middle of the square Like yeah. I'm just saying Like that That, that can dictate A whole well,
1: style Well apparently The mullet's coming back too yeah. So It is I don't know if it ever Left up there But
3: But like Are those kids How are they Like what are they Talk like Are they like Co-switching and shit Are they like Doing that A
1: little bit I think Like yeah. it's It's like a, It's It's sort of like Almost like Guido-ish Right You know If right. like you think of like Guidos of that era How they would like Sort of Be down with like Club music But they would also Listen to like Skinnerd. Yeah <laughs> At least the ones I went to high school with, yeah, you know, they'd be like because I, 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 I don't have
2: any relation to this. I'm totally out of my depth. Yeah. Is there yeah. just that whole small town, and you just have to get out of the town to get some experience, right? Because it's nothing. I think
1: some. I think it's like a lot of like they're big fish in a small pond, mm. right? Like they're they were probably like football players or something in high school, <laughs> or like the whole, on the baseball team,
3: folk heroes and stuff. Yeah, and they just. <laughs> Like the internet kind of changed how, like you know, in our day, in like the '90s, like everyone who was into rap, coast like white dudes, yeah, like they'd be like, "Hey mom, I'm home, mom. What's for dinner?" And then, yeah, "Yeah." 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 and like so, like it it was really like overt. But like now that everything's kind of homogenized and the internet is everything, and like you just see everything, and I wonder if it's less so or more so now. You know, like I, because I'm not, I don't
2: think there's like the exaggerated white hip hop son like strutting it through the, yeah. you know, they're like a sitcom. I don't think that exists anymore. Yeah. Like,
0: no. like I
2: was watching um, like, I, I, I don't know if it's Bulworth, One of those joints in the sun is like more extra hip hop. Wow. Yeah. I don't yeah. think there's that exaggerated oh, kid, yeah. but I'm with you black. They are probably in it, L.A. It, it's probably like a more homogenized version of, of a mixture of 16, 17 year old that's in the hip hop and they wear this because their high school friends kind of wear that. And, you know, they all listen to, I don't know. Eminon or something. I don't know.
3: It's whatever music is cool
2: now. <laughs> yeah, drill. Oh, they're into drill, so maybe yeah. they like oh, yeah. maybe they dress like drill kids. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to see what that is. What do drill
1: kids dress like? I don't even know what they they dress like.
2: Oh, well, they wear the joggers. But it's funny okay. because so to, they dress like eyes, UK
1: kids from like the. Yeah, but like I'm
2: not being naive. Like, don't you have to have space to hold these guns and things I'm nature? Like those tight pants. I mean, maybe they wear them low, so maybe they can tuck. Real low. Yeah. So I, I guess the real low and then it's face to tuck and then you wrap your know, thing. But I'm just noticing because joggers just don't seem gun conducive to me. But they wear joggers, you know, those ones with a little hinge at the knee. Ask, ask black and all right, black. here's, I will say this with kids, because all these, and i am nervous this from um, back in the day when I was dating girls that had older kids, there's this big aversion to like coats. They won't wear a leather coat, a bubble coat, they wear like layers in a series of windbreakers and hoodies. Mm. So they mm. wear like, yeah, and they'll wear a windbreaker and like a hoodie and a jean jacket. Like they'll do that more so than coats we did. We used to rock like big starter coats or big leather coats or shirts yeah. They don't do that shit. They always wear like thin layered stuff. You can look and watch. The but I wonder and if those leather.
1: like stores have kind of disappeared now, especially like,
2: mm. you know, there's still leather. There's still leather outlets. There's still,
1: there's there's still leathers, cool. but it's like, a lot of like the neighborhoods have like really gentrified, and like there's it's hard to like have a store that might sell that shit. Like, where could yeah.
3: I get ABRX? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think
2: maybe in the back of like a. I bet
3: Flat Flatbush Mall. You know. There's oh. still
2: there's still VIMS in Flatbush.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There That's is. Yeah,
2: is But, I mean, but my that, daughter that goes to school a over there. And the back back is, like, as opposed to, what, there's Alaska not really the as days, many stores, stores as you pop-up. would
1: think. It's all like H and M and Macy's and like Footlocker now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like those mom-and-pop stores that would sell, like, those brands. They're gone. They're gone. They are gone. Or, I, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of a store that would just sell, like, the um, bubble coats or just just mm-hmm. leathers and stuff like that. You
3: need to go to the Army yeah. Navy store for that shit now.
2: Okay? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Or, like, where the hell you get an a- eight-ball my... jacket? <laughs> where, where do you get an eight-ball jacket? At?
3: Yeah. Online. Yep. Good that's well. what I'm gonna say. Oh, oh, no. The, the one jacket? I wore in the picture? I had. I, 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 a friend of mine has one I did, like, a photo shoot with.
2: Ah, <laughs> So was it? Was that a bulletproof one?
3: No, a bulletproof one.
2: Yeah, the eight ball jackets—they all they had bulletproof versions. What? No, that no. was the whole big thing about eight balls. They I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, you didn't know that. Oh, Not, I see you do. It was leather. I thought I didn't know that either. Yo, y'all didn't know that then they had like they had panels for bulletproof. Yeah. Oh, not all you can get, uh, this, like, verge. there's like verges of regular eight ball, and there's ones in a ballroom
3: Yo, I had no idea about that. Because no the
2: way people were robbing them for now, I don't know if it was custom jacket, but I remember there was word in the
3: streets the <laughs> that
2: there was not, that might have been conspiracy. I think there was word in the streets that there were versions of eight balls that were both.
4: Because I
2: mean, people were stealing them and jacking people. So they had ones with certain, like Kevlar panels. There, I,
3: I, there, I, I, there was a I, time where I saw Cool G Rapper on Broadway in an eight ball jacket and I was like, that's the coolest person I've ever seen in my life. In like in like ninety, yeah.
2: In the sand and eight ball jacket with the green sleeves and the and the yellow, that one. Red, the, the red black,
3: you get a red black and green one. Yeah, yeah, that one. yeah,
2: that's, yeah. The that's the best. Because they made different variations, but if it wasn't that one, I always thought it was a bootleg. If it wasn't like there that, there was a white
3: one. and black one too that was kind of whack. I always thought, but the red black and green one just like that was that was the standard.
2: Yeah, yeah. To me, that was like a grown up version of I'm being silly, but a snow beach, like oh, similar cool. kind of <laughs> colors, and then now that's the big coat joint. Yeah. But yeah, it was bulletproof eight ball. I don't think that I was. That cool. so. <laughs> That's gonna be a track. That's, that's, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get Woods on that track. Bulletproof, bulletproof
3: eight ball jacket. Wow. <laughs> yeah, watch, watch. I'm come doing on. this right now. Look, uh, eight ball jackets. I don't see anything about bulletproof. Yo, I'm telling you. Uh, no, I don't see anything. <laughs> I I gotta I gotta do a deeper dive one
2: day. <laughs> So that's another hip hop conspiracy.
3: Yeah. I thought the Castro thought the bowl jackets had bulletproof. I, I want that to be
2: true. I swear it <laughs> did. Because I swear it was it's that or some brand had like also bulletproof. I don't know if maybe I was wrong with April. Maybe it was Pele <laughs> tele or um, Dapper Dapper. I got
1: a non-jacket related question for you guys. Yeah. Did you guys know that the Fushnikins not only did they drop two records, but they also dropped the greatest hits record.
3: I, I remember their second album. I own it on cassette. Really nervous. They campaign? have enough. They have enough to Girl. make greatest hits. How so?
1: I, that's sales? what I'm wondering. They got a great. It's you know. It's was released oh, you know, in it's December the 1995. Jack song. It's Jackson
3: and the it's one like from the other the, songs too. Yeah. From yeah, the White Man Can't Jump soundtrack. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, probably the other songs. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cappadonna dropped yeah. the, the it, greatest hits record. What is it?
2: Capadonna dropped the greatest hits record. And have you seen Capadonna's catalog spread? Like with yeah, all the it was, it was his second record or his third record. Well, yeah, yeah. Back to the greatest hits was after like the um, Yin and Yang. But like if you yeah. look now, he has like as many records as like Jay Ru or whatever. Like, I think oh, he's yeah, he's got a shit record. ton of records. <laughs> but
1: at, at the time, it was like, I mean, I guess it's, it's uh, little, yes. like get out of a label.
2: Pillage, it was the Pillage, Yin and Yang. Now, I think he did the Pillage too, but I, you're right. I think right after the Yin and Yang, he did this greatest hits
0: joint. But you know,
3: uh, yeah. Hmm. People don't
0: do that
2: anymore, really. Make no, because uh, yeah. the streaming does it for you with that essential playlist. You just yeah, click yeah, on that. Yeah. And then some people have like three or four versions. Some of them, are, like, I, I found a daylight one to be lacking, obviously, because, you know, the certain thing is not on stream. When is Is
1: there shit ever coming on streaming? They keep talking. So now them?
2: I hear, but the, I think this is the wrong rumor. So there was pictures of them in the studio with Prince Paul. So some people jumped the gun and thought that they were re-recording their masters because of Shanti kind of. It. That's why I think people said it. And they they and they think that that's the way to fix this problem is just to re. So
1: they're it. Taylor Swifting it. Oh
2: yeah, that's that's a but my thing is like that don't seem to work because I don't think it's the vocals that are the problem. It's all the samples.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You
2: yeah. know what I'm saying? So if they re-recorded, they still would have the re-clear samples, and that still would be whatever they want, don't want oh, to pay now. Down
0: Tommy
3: Boy. Yeah. So, that's so probably, they just need to not do it under Tommy Boy, but also. That, no, who wants to hear the new old De La Soul? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and
2: it seems like Tommy Boy really owns all us, that. Otherwise, they wouldn't have all these hiccups. Right? Mm. But okay. they, so anyway, there was a picture of them Prince principal in the studio. I'm hoping they're working on some new shit. Not,
1: yeah, that'd be cool.
2: And but yeah, the Taylor Swift method came up, and you know, Shanti method came up with them re-recording their vocals. So Wait, now,
1: Ashanti did that too?
2: He's supposedly doing it now to oh, get, okay. her, or she's re-recording the first album. Okay.
1: Uh, so. Is, are people clamoring for that first Ashante record?
2: No, I don't think so. I think you, to me, I think it's funny because of the way Lauren Hill did it because she's just being sneaky and underhanded. Like she does these real like go-go fast versions of her songs live. Uh, it's kind of crazy sounding like, but like, all right, I always tell people, look, when you do work with a re- with a record label and there was a label question in some way to mix, but when you do work with a record label, the record is half theirs and half yours. Yeah. like it has to be understood there's no other confusion or like oh, i'm gonna get my mask like
1: in a lot because of ways there's more theirs than yours but like
2: they're going to do things that you in front of your computer in 2022 cannot do period just you yeah. just don't have the capability to do so so you know i'm just like, if you enter that contract and you sign and you go forward with it don't be bitching about it later that's how i feel about it
3: and we're musicians make more music you know? Don't make an old album again. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of the same as like when I hear people like artists complaining about Spotify.
0: Yeah, yes. I'm like,
1: no, you you're paying to put your music on Spotify. Like it's a choice. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and like, bye why are
1: you complaining? Pull it.
2: <laughs> and it's like not. It's not like there's some rarefied artists that are making money or Nobody. Know. We Nobody all are getting robbed. Like, what's the? You, you're not the only. Oh man, they're taking money. They're not just. They're taking all that, whatever you want to call it. I don't know, man. I think people just want something to complain with. They, yeah. You know, complaining is the opposite of productivity. So instead of being product, productive and doing something about it, oh, I'm going to complain about it because it, it gives you the perfect excuse.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Complaining about it doesn't
2: take any agency. No. And it gives you a reason why you're so delayed in the first place. All right, gentlemen. All right. I have to go to New York in the morning. so.
1: Are you coming up here, Castro?
2: Yeah, I go got some hip-hop stuff to do. Nice. I'll be, in the, I'll be in the boroughs.
1: How long are you up here for?
2: Oh, just a day. It's a day just trip. A day. Yeah. yeah. So I'm already dreading it. Dreading it up. Well. All right, y'all. All right. Thank Black you, again, Thank Black. you for
1: joining us.
0: My pleasure. Oh, we'll,
1: uh, we'll regroup for the uh, conspiracy episode that the people are now clamoring for. They are
2: clamoring for okay. it, so we're definitely going it's, it's to... It's on the immediate agenda. We're gonna... All right. I'm so down. Call our cultists, Patreon folks. We love y'all. Thank y'all. Come back for more.
0: We it. out. Peace.
2: Peace. Peace. Urgh.